Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Whirlwind. This is a novel written by Charles Grant, originally published by HarperCollins on April 20th, 1995. And in terms of the continuity order in the series, it comes after The Walk, if you are strictly comparing it to the TV series. And the X-Files reading order also has it after issue 7 of the Topps comic series. So in this story, Mulder and Scully are brought in, this time just the two agents, when a number of strange deaths are occurring. They're all in the same sort of area, and the bodies have not really been flayed or skinned, even though that's what the initial and the official autopsy reports say, but rather their skin was scrubbed off. They were more scoured. And during the course of investigation, they find out that the area in which these killings are happening is also the home of the Konochin First Nations, where they are aware of the outside world and have things like radios and TVs, but they do try to stay separate and keep with their traditions and keep with their ways. And it's during the course of events that we find out that there's a number of them who have come out. Some of them are brokering business deals, selling the First Nations art, whereas others, Leon Ciolo in particular, he is out because he is quite violent and has spent time in prison for murder. So this is one that I think does a little better job of capturing the personalities of the characters than some of the other prose novels. Charles Grant did do that quite well. But the structure of the episode, or the structure of the story, is still quite different from the episode. Partly, I think, just with a novel, you don't have to adhere to that 44-minute runtime. So Grant takes that time to do a little more build-up, and as a side effect, reading it looking for that X-Files feel, it does seem like it takes a while for the story to get started. It's almost as though the entire first act, if this was a TV episode, would have been an expository scene with Mulder and Scully doing a slideshow before they got into the novel's second act. And that's something that's really common with the novelizations, because if you just do something that's a 45-minute TV episode, it's not going to fill out a novel. So you'd really have to structure it more like a two-parter if you're going to do it that way. Grant did it as one extended episode, but just more of a build, similar to what he did in Goblins. Overall, I did find that this seems to be a better look at the characters, partly because I'm sure granted more experience, and partly because, well, now there was more TV episodes to draw from, as we can go forward and get that feel for them to move ahead. So it is one that I can recommend. It's it does have a definite X-Files story in it. There is a bit of a twist ending, although the clues are there. So it's the, the kind of twist ending. It's not a huge twist. It, it is a whodunit. They don't know who's responsible for most of it. And there are a number of viable options. It's not the person I would have guessed, even though all the clues were there. I just hadn't picked up on them. 
I don't remember if that was the case when I originally read it back in 1995 because, well, it's been 26 years. So I don't remember perfectly how I reacted the first time. Aside from the fact that, yes, I am now warming to Grant's work a little more than I had the first time. So I did read it through Scribd. It is also available through other digital and print services. Like I said, it is, it's not bad. It's not quite the structure of an episode, but it's better than a lot of other tie-in media has proven to be for a number of series. And that's about all we have to say about Whirlwind.